Hello, this is Bill Lytell with some wisdom for your walk. I've been meditating for years, if I may say that, about America and our country. I don't know anybody that's been around for very long, doesn't have a burden for America, that loves their, loves their country, understands the sacrifice, understands the unusualness of America, that we have freedom of speech, freedom of religion. This is just unheard of historically, that we would have a people that, a country where you have actual rights, that there's not just a dictator deciding what you do, what you think, where you go. Uh, we actually have rights. We have a court system, a judicial system, really next to none in the world history. We have the most fair uh, Judeo-Christian ju ju justice system of anywhere. I mean, you don't have to look around long in history to realize America's was God-ordained, God-created from the very foundation. If you go back in early documents and read through those documents, you see the mention of the Lord Jesus Christ, the mention of the Bible, the mention of Almighty God, all strewn through the whole day. They understood that this was a miracle. Uh, the 13 colonies should have never been able to overcome England, the greatest power on earth, yet they did. And they give the credit to the Lord Jesus Christ, almost all of the major Educational institutions gave credit to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible. The Bible was quoted, relied upon. You were not considered educated if you did not know the Bible straight up and down. And I'm going to a verse in Ezekiel chapter 22. In Ezekiel chapter 22, he lists the problems with the country of Israel at the time, the, the horrible things that had been going on. God was bringing judgment, had brought judgment upon them really already. And he says in verse 30 there, he says, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. That's such a interesting, impactive verse there. God is looking for people, born-again believers like you, who will be willing to stand up for their country. I mean, not stand up in defense of the country, but stand up in prayer for the country. To stand up, first of all, individually, live a life that was pleasing to God and righteous before Him in, in Christ. A life that is in obedience to the Word of God. One of the best things you can do for America is to live for Jesus with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. And then obey the Word of God. Be a soul winner. Spread the gospel. One of the greatest things you can do for America is be a soul winner, bus captain, door to door, read your, know your Bible. Those are the things that if, if this country's ever going to be turned around, if this country's ever going to go the other way, it's going to be because uh, you stood in the hedge and made up the gap for America. And God said, I'll spare it for the few righteous folks that are here. I began to think about this. Where, when did America go bad? When did America go bad? You know, a lot of times as older people, I'm 71, I kind of, almost like it happened overnight. It's like, wow. You know, we hear of this transgender, transgender rights thing. We hear of, of, of homosexuals adopting children. Uh, we hear of them wanting to do drag shows uh, for children. Uh, we're, we're having uh, gender bathrooms, the boys using girls' bathrooms, girls using boys' bathrooms. 
I mean, that's right on the edge of insanity to us older folks. We think, how did this ever happen? And it seemed like it happened like boom, boom, boom. And in the last five, ten years, it's all been here. But it's really not true. I went back and looked on the Internet for some facts. In 1962, the Supreme Court basically threw prayer out of the public school system. That was in 1962. I was 12 years old. In 1973, the Supreme Court legalized abortion federally, that federally you could abort a child. In 2003, the Supreme Court legalized sodomy, made it legal in the 50 states. Up to that time, in, 19, in fact, it's statistics, these are statistics. In 1960, sodomy, homosexuality, was illegal in all 50 states across the United States. Think about that. I lived then. I was uh, 1960. I'd been nine years old. That's the America I grew up in. In June 26, 2015, same-sex marriage was legalized by the Supreme Court. You don't know where did America fall? What happened to America? Why do we have these crazy things going on today? It's because of what I'm talking about right here. In 2017, gay adoption was legalized by the Supreme Court. In 2020, transgender uh, non-discriminatory policies had a landmark decision made by the Supreme Court to where you couldn't discriminate on us, whether somebody was a transgender or not. It makes it tough for Christian businesses who are trying to hire people and they come in, you have a girl possibly come in, interview for a position, find out later it's a boy, you are in a real tough spot about firing them. Now, obviously, I would, no matter what, take my beating, because I'm not. I'm going to obey God over man. I believe Peter said that. You know, to obey God or man, you choose. He told the Sanhedrin, you tell me which is the best to do, obey God. Or they said, don't speak anymore in the name of Jesus. He said, well, I'm going to have to speak in the name of Jesus no matter what. And so which, which one do you think is best to obey, God or man? And I think many of you listening to my voice, you younger people, are coming to the place where you're going to have to soon, if not right now, begin to make decisions straight up and down whether you're going to obey God or man, whether you're going to obey the Bible or whether you're going to obey the rule or law of your land. I hope you understand the principles of all that. To obey God is better uh, than man. And you're going to someday face God and be responsible for the things in your body, whether they be good or bad. You need to obey God. You need to begin to decide right now, if I have to go to jail, I'm going to obey God. If I lose my house and have all my property confiscated, I'm going to obey God. If I'm beaten and imprisoned and starved out, I'm going to obey God. If they decide to kill me, I'm going to obey God. And I think you have to talk. You have to think about that. Talk about that before the time comes when you're making those decisions. I do believe the Holy Spirit will help you make those decisions when you come to those types of crisis. And so I believe that God is with us on all of that. So, are you, so the, well, the question I guess I bring. Paul, uh, this is an unusual little podcast, really. To be honest with you, but we're living in unusual days. So this thing started back in 1962 with prayer being thrown out of schools in 78, 73 with abortion being legalized. In 2003 was 
sodomy being legalized in 2015 with same-sex marriages being legalized in 2017 with gay adoption being legalized with 2020 with transgender non-discriminatory policies uh, being adopted and there are others even a decision in 2023 it is pro-evil this evil thing's been coming now for a long time now it is coming it seems like it's coming more quickly and rushing towards us but we as born-again believers need to stand Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, stand having done all to stand. Meditate upon these things, my dear beloved brothers, and may you have the courage to be willing to live for Jesus and even being willing to die for the Lord Jesus. I believe that's where it's coming. Get yourself ready for it. Get your spirit ready for it. Say, I'm going to obey God rather than man. I'm being willing to die for the Lord Jesus if that's, what it's, if that's what it takes. I'm going to stand for I'm not going to compromise in any little way. I'm going to stay for the Bible. May God help us. May God bless you with some wisdom for your walk.